Sign fuck. I, uh, my strategy to succeed in No Not November is to edge myself until it's painful. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> I did that before work. And uh, What? <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it was working so far. But my, my fucking nuts feel like someone ran over them with a fucking uh, apple cart. So I'm Wait, this is office. still going on? Hmm? <laughs> no, no, no. Have you been edging since the... You've been edging for nine days. You know what? This is why Arizona needs daylight savings time. Because at least, like... <laughs> You're going to fault us on the hour advantage. Yeah. <laughs> you saying that I, the hour that I had to edge was one too many? I think that's probably what I should have done. My strategy should have been, like, I got to... I gotta not not until you know the daylight savings time happens <laughs> like that <laughs> before you can get the hour like in. So you know, you're supposed to last the whole month, Malcolm. Yeah, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not a semen routine potential. I'm just not even gonna try to do the whole month. It's the point. Yeah, that's out of I'm the not, cards. Yeah, that is dumb. Yeah, listen, I can't do that. I got you know. Like I'm, you know, I'm a virile young man. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta go. You know, you know, sometimes I just gotta go. Right? Sometimes you gotta bust. All right, and, I, and there's no shame <laughs> in busting. All right, everyone, everyone talks about the, you know, they they got this bust. Like shame. the Ghostbusters said, busting makes me feel good. Exactly. All right. I, I am actually here for the counter take. There is shame in what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> what is this point counterpoint? Listen. Yeah. All right, I'm the moderator free this week. Yourself from the shackles of shame come the question to bust or not to bust you, you, you're literally just supposed to stand there go like and nod every once in a while yeah, just like perfectly in frame and stiff like, what do you think about that malcolm listen i don't i don't buy into this propination i don't buy into this propaganda right i feel like i need to be like uh you know like a pastor for busted being like you know ladies and gentlemen <laughs> that's a good way to get in jail malcolm the busting pasture yeah. ladies and gentlemen there is a devil inside all of you all right and you need to let that devil free all right i'm talking you need to release that demon release that demon. every impression malcolm does every impression malcolm does comes down to my foghorn leghorn impression it it's, it's it's like just bordering on su- southern pastor. Yeah. I say I say I say bust a nut. I say bust a nut. I need you all. I to, say brother, bust that nut. I say, uh, yeah, I go brother. You gotta bust that nut, and we gotta bring it down a little bit. All right. I say sing it with me now. Sing it with me, child. Bust with me, Lord. Oh Lord, bust with me, Lord. Robert Sex. Bust with me, Lord. Come and bust alone and alone. Have a bottle bust with me. <laughs> How long won't you bust? Why don't you bust? Why don't you bust? Why don't you bust? That was really good, Malcolm. That was great. Good job. <laughs> Coming out on Spotify next week. Yeah. yeah Bless with me, Lord. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm going to write that podcast, song. Malcolm. Yeah, I'm going to write that song and I'll, I'll perform it in a future See, episode. Can you imagine this Holy Rollers assembly and Malcolm is just smack dab in the middle of the back row? <laughs> just in like a giant like three-piece suit. He's just like, oh, why don't you bust? No, he's got, he's got to have the, the velvety purple gown on that the choir wears. Oh, oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. 
I'm gonna have yeah. I'm gonna be bejeweled. I'm gonna be bedazzled. He's at some like Second Baptists in Louisiana. Yeah, he's he's just—that's <laughs> fantastic. So anyway, my my balls are engorged with semen, and I'm at the office, right? And uh, <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, people no- <laughs> people notice you. that I'm walking funny, and they're just like, "Harper, what happened to you?" And I can't be like. <laughs> I masturbated for too long, and now my my fucking entire lower half of my body hurts. I was convinced I gave myself testicular torsion. You know, <laughs> you're just that vigorous. It it sucked, dude. And I'm like, oh, I, I rollerblade, and I must have fallen down, and I had a little. <laughs> I think rollerblading is almost like a little sadder. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's actually a question. Would you? Is it? A, are you cooler if you got blown? Well, wearing or rollerblading in general, or if you were just rollerblading and you didn't bust a nut. Is she on rollerblades too while she's blowing me? Are we rolling? Wait, we're like going down Santa Monica Pier. She's like squat rolling. Yeah, that or, you know, you've got got the roller rink to yourself and then, you know, and then, you know, life happens. Life happens. I, I beat my meat until it hurt and tried to get up and go to the office. It hurt to sit in the car. It was so bad. Don't edge before you go to work. Stop edging. You just want me to not bust on No Nut November. I get it. Just don't touch it. Don't touch it. Yeah, if you're if you're feeling the sensation, you just gotta helicopter it in the shower. Ugh. (laughs) The judgment. mm. That does nothing for me. (laughs) Why would it do anything for anyone? No, it's just a way of moving it, but without touching. Ugh. That was my two cents. Robert, when did you fail No Not November? I, I like that next morning, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm the winner. So yeah, I think That's Harper I won that one this year. It's almost, it should be really, it should be no contest. Like that, that, that thing should go across our screen. But yeah, the Smash Brothers bit. Sasha, put that in. No contest. Great. Good. <laughs> yeah, just as. Slight soundbite. We appreciate you. Yeah, guys. just just enough not no to get like a copyright contest. strike. Just uh, just enough to be There's, like. I mean, it's it's a it's a three second sound. If we get yeah, fun. if we get hit for a, a two second fucking soundbite, we deserve Nintendo, it. Nintendo very litigious. They got pitbull lawyers. They're coming after us. <laughs> oh dear. What were we talking about before the uh, podcast? We we're talking about theaters. Oh yeah, we were talking about movie theaters and movie etiquette. Because listen, I. I don't go to church. I don't, I'm not a religious man, uh, but my the closest that I come... He's only going to church when he's recording his hit new song. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, actually, we got to cut that because I got to... This is going to ruin the whole... My vibe. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You barefoot witness. It's, barefoot witness. it's there in the commandments. Yeah, because that's going to ruin, you know, it's going to ruin a big money-making opportunity for me, all right? So, but, yeah, so we disregard that. I So I go to church every Sunday. Um, <laughs> you can't bear false witness. He doesn't can't like it. And sometimes Mondays? Um, Wednesdays. Wednesdays, Saturdays, Fridays. <laughs> my whole social Depends circle. Depends on just, where, what you're doing. Yeah, <laughs> my whole social circle is I've never gone to church on a Monday. <laughs> Uh, before the podcast, me and Malcolm were talking about how pissed off we were when trying to see a fucking movie, and some guy's got his fucking phone out. He's enlarging his text to show his fat wife next to him how funny he thinks this Facebook meme is. <laughs> and you could hear the chortling and spitting popcorn pellets out. Like, here's the thing. I, I'm so disappointed in my generation, the generation after us, where we've gone from, like, you know, for me, I love going to the movies. Like, it is a real, like outing i love doing and i'll and i'm like very much like i'm very comfortable just going to a movie by myself 
if I really want to see it. If I'm like, this is a movie I got to see, I have no shame in that game. But I will say that it does piss me off when I see someone get on their phone. If you're going to get on your phone at a movie, you got to be sitting in the back corner. All right. Don't like you got to sit where like by the wall. I don't want to see your fucking screen because if honestly, in my opinion, if I see a screen, I get to like, I don't know, kick your seat a little bit. I think that's a fair. I've started throwing <laughs> stuff at them. It's like an airplane. You know how people get like upset when you go like a little too far back and then they don't realize they can go back and it's just a chain of, you know, until the very end of the plane. It's you just, but you do that. And, but they sometimes do that little kick where they're just like, ah. That is so dumb. I mean, just be a man and talk like, hey, could you please pull, put your seat up a bit? Like, come on. You're going to kick the back of someone's seat? That is the worst. It's it's happened. The worst kind of passive aggressiveness. I will do that passive aggressiveness if I see a cell phone out in the in the theater. You know, like if you've got to take a call, if you see it, like, you know, and you see a number, you're like, oh, shit, leave the theater. Like, go, you know, piece it. I've genuinely confronted people for having their phone out or like answering calls in the middle of phone. Cause a lot of the time when I used to go to the theaters, a lot of times I did it like during the day in between classes. And so like, you know, you get in the day crowd where there's barely anybody in it. So barely anyone cares except me. Yeah. Like I guess if you're like, if it's like a couple people and you're spread far enough away, like that can be okay. Like if it's like, Oh, you know, one person's over in the like for right checking texts, not for answering phone no, calls. Yeah, yeah, no answering phone calls. Yeah, te- I don't know. I don't even like checking texts. Like usually, I have mine basically on like airplane mode. I'm like, I'm in the yeah. Theater. You shouldn't be checking texts either because it creates an ambient glow to people seated next to you, which ruins the theater going experience. That's the whole thing. Exactly. You know, I was at a fucking uh, Santa Capri, which is the the big deal movie theaters out here with the comfortable seats that you can lean back in the and get stuck off. In, you know? <laughs> the Santa Capri. The Santa Capri. The fucking the seats have lights in them to indicate which is seat is yours for the waiter who will bring you your chicken tendies that cost you twenty dollars. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I had to put something over mine because it was so fucking distracting. I'm trying to watch the new Dune and like it's loud. Yeah, you just have like a permanent glow at the bottom of your eye on, while you're on trying either to watch side of your eyes. Yeah, it's like yeah. fucking sitting with the sun behind you. No, I really hate those like uh restaurant movie theater bullshit. Just fucking watch a movie. Dear God. Don't you don't need a movie and a meal. That's what that's what dinner afterwards is for. So you can actually talk about the movie, maybe. Maybe you talk who knows? about the movie. You enjoy your chicken tenders at an Arby's like everybody else. Exactly. I mean, if yeah, and also <laughs> movies are not a good first or second date. Movies are like you're in something that's a little like more, right? You yeah. get a you get a hand job at the movie, and theater. if you're gonna go on a date at a movie, go to like one of the VIP like cinemas, like with the fancy chairs, and like kind of splurge there. All right, I made the mistake. I saw I talked about it a little bit on the last podcast. I saw Killers of the Flower Moon. That's a long movie. I wasn't in the big mm-hmm. comfy seats. Kind of regret that. Oh yeah, you probably were hurting by the end of it. Yeah, I you know I've got long legs. I've never been. I I wonder. With the big comfy seats, I've never. This has never happened to me. I got. I'll admit on the podcast. I've never been sucked or jerked off in a movie theater. <laughs> oh my god, are you serious? Yeah. Have you ever been sucked, Harper? You gotta. We gotta. You know what? If you got blown to a movie, have you gotten blown? And then to what movie? Uh, uh, to Thor. <laughs> to Thor. <laughs> Oh my god, that's yeah, too many. Ch- Wait, have we talked about this? I'm not sure. No, we, we haven't we talked, talked about, about this. I've never, yeah, like I, to be honest, there was one time I was on a date with a girl and she was like, want to do some handsome? I, and I 
I'm too much of a movie guy. I was like, get your fucking hands away from me. <laughs> You're so ridiculous. <laughs> no it's just like, don't touch me. You're such a fucking dork. You know what? You're just like, I'm trying to watch Saw 13. Please. Yeah, I was like, please. This is sacred territory, all right? You don't. I oh, don't God. make me bust at the Scotiabank Theater. All right? <laughs> Didn't we see something at the Scotiabank? We did. We saw Cocaine Bear. Okay, well, maybe getting a, a hand job during Cocaine Bear is a little... Yeah, no, of course not. He would never. I would swat that hand away. I, I mean, tried. He wasn't into. I go it. no, <laughs> no. This is a sacred space. Yeah. If you want to get a hand job from Robert, I hear he's really good at it. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> you gotta. Okay, okay. Where? Who did you hear that from? Come on. Huh? <laughs> who, did you- who did you hear that from? Hear that from? You told me. You brag about it all the time. What? You say I got the fastest hands in the West. Fastest hands in the West. Okay. You got the fastest. Sure. I can make any. I can make any dick come in thirty seconds or less, guaranteed. Money back. Money back. Money, but God damn it, Harper! What is this? This is slander. I'm just like, well, I thought we were going to the pub and grub, but I guess I got time for that. If you got thirty seconds, <laughs> just in the alley behind the pub and grub. Right. But anyway, we were talking about movies you got and sucked and fucked to. Robert, I think it's your turn to share. I we had mentioned this like lightly before we recorded the podcast, but I got I've been blown in two movies. In two movies. In two movies. Yes. <laughs> well, that would that list would go a lot longer. Yeah. <laughs> However, one of them was uh was the local theater right the the one at our at our local mall yeah yeah well i say local at the time I, i'm sure like, yeah local at the time not local anymore local at the time i will tell you that that fucking movie theater is a dump you're slumming it <laughs> you can fucking thinking that you can you can get a hand job there from anybody <laughs> including the umpires or whatnot the umpires can you imagine the fucking guy in the full protective gear the cage mask you just like so you want it or no? <laughs> well, that's after, like, yeah, that's after the the baseball game. Wait, what are they called? The the who are the people who go around usher. the movie theaters to? Oh, usher, not the umpire. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what movies it, it, they were like specifically, and I think one of them was that weird zombie movie, which was just like <laughs> you were like zombievers or something, some bad like schlocky movie like that. I think I know which one you're talking about. The one where the guy's like dead, but he can go. Like yeah, warm bodies. Oh, yeah, yeah. Twenty thirteen. Okay, it was it was enjoyable. I mean, it was I could definitely get jerked off to that movie. It, yeah, it was it was Romeo and Juliet meet zombies, which was it had its appeal. And then I'm not sure if I remember the second movie. I remember the girl. I'm not sure if I remember the movie. <laughs> That'd be wild if you were like, I remember this movie, but man, the girl, forgettable. <laughs> Ugh, the face is just, it's blank up there. <laughs> I think it's good that you can remember the girl better. Good yeah. on you, Robert. What a gentleman. Oh, yeah, definitely. Getting blown in movie theaters. The, the most gentlemanly conduct. It's so funny. I was talking to someone about the podcast. They're like, what, what do you do- guys talk about? And, and I just realized this whole episode, we've only been talking about busting. <laughs> like, that's our that's our brand. That's our core audience. Yeah. Come, yes. Come, yes. Yeah. Come, people who come and enjoy come. That's <laughs> yeah. That, that's yeah. this podcast. Yeah. I gotta I gotta be honest. I have a little uh, yeah a little uh, going off uh, a little bit off the beaten path. Uh, YouTube broke me. I regrettably and well not regrettably but begrudgingly went and bought 
are paid for YouTube premium. You have YouTube premium. You piece of shit. I know. Scab. I'm so mad. I'm so I, because <laughs> I you could have just texted me. I could have given you all the ad block information that you needed. I don't watch ads, or I and I don't. I use ad blockers for everything except for. And then YouTube just started. They got they started going like, oh, you can you opt out of ads, or you like opt into ads, and like I would I was. I had a little hack for a little bit. Like I watch YouTube mostly on my computer, like uh, when I'm working. And so I was like, why, you know, like I'd be like in different browsers. I noticed like it stopped working on Firefox and I moved to Chrome and then I moved to edge. And then, you know, and I was like, I'm going to move to the next one. And then they were just like, like, you know, it's kind of like, um, I guess, I don't know, not house. It's like dominoes falling. It was just like each kind of browser. Yeah. Type. You're just, you, you've been cornered. You're gradually being cornered in like an alleyway. Yeah. My, my hope is that I was looking into it. There's already a lawsuit happening against YouTube in Europe, uh, in the EU, where they're alleging that the way they've tracked people who are using ad blocker is actually against, at least say it like EU like laws in terms of like Against how they're EU getting regulation yeah how yeah, they're getting they're information because like... they're not supposed to get information outside of the website and it's like pretty clearly got it outside the website yeah they're they're buying it from data brokers or like yeah yeah they're... exactly so my hope is that maybe the eu much like how the eu broke apple and made them get away from like the thunder was it not thunder cables what is it called Lightning cable. Oh, um, when it comes, why, why don't I know about what this is? Lightning cable. You know how like iPhones and like the iPods, like they all had like a very specific cable type. Oh, oh yeah. Now that they have to use the generalized cables. Oh, Basically, yeah, okay. the EU broke them and said like we're gonna have to do it here, and then they realized like well, if, if we're gonna have to do it in the EU, we're gonna have to do it everywhere. So now they've like, also lost several anti. Uh, planned obsolescence lawsuits and anti-consumer practices like yeah uh, the the repair blocking and stuff like that yeah on iPhones. yeah right to repair legislation's gone through and regulations which by the way right to repair you should be able to like repair your stuff like there's a whole thing with the tractors with farmers where you're like you're gonna go against the farmers Go fuck yourselves, <laughs> all right? So like the fire. Yeah, the, fi the fact that like John Deere could like remotely lock down your tractor if you don't like pay for a firmware update is the most insane thing I have ever heard in my life. Yeah, for guys who barely know how the internet works, you yeah. know, and, we'll and DLC as well for your fucking car these days with the heated seat subscriptions you have to have to BMW cars. It's just too much. I think they're going to, I think that was almost made illegal on immediately because there was like a safety thing of like, if you get trapped in the snow that you have to be able to warm your car up. Uh, at least for a little while. Didn't just something recently like uh, be revealed? The fact that like uh, car manufacturers uh, have no obligation not to keep and like uh, and save your text messages if you've linked your phone to your car. God, what dystopia is this? It's just always something. The car company having your fucking saucy texts to the missus. <laughs> yeah. Just sexting your girlfriend while you're just waiting for your Tesla to charge. And all of a sudden, like, you got to stop that. That's far too horny. <laughs> we're locking down your car. Imagine if you, like, were, like, you know, you're chatting with multiple girls. You're, you're you know, you're cheating on, you know, your girlfriend. You got your side <laughs> bitches. And then it, and it turns out, like, <laughs> she, your, your, your main girl found out about, like, the side bitches from just, like, oh, uh, BMW told me about this. Like your car. Uh, <laughs> BMW. 
AEW. Yeah, they, they, they. I paid them a, a ransom. Yeah, Kia told me. Kia, who's Kia? Who? Why? Who, why are you talking to Kia? Wait, I didn't know you have a friend named Kia. No, Kia, the the manufacturer. The, they made your car. Your Kia Dude. Sorento is. Yeah, your Kia Sorento has my back. You fucking lying bastard. <laughs> you On one hand, if I owned the car, I would kind of think like, well, it's the least they could do. <laughs> but if it was like opposite I, I mean i'm sure that there's some fucking psychopath out there who's like god damn i love tesla they 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 let me know that my girlfriend was cheating on me <laughs> they saved me from this <laughs> have you seen like uh the build quality posts about the 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 tesla truck thing oh my god it's so bad it looks like truck? a microwave from the 2000s yeah, the cyber truck yeah, the Cybertrucks. It looks like a microwave from the 2000s. Have you seen the the view behind it in traffic? Like what it would look like to be behind a Cybertruck in traffic? It's so crazy. It looks yeah. like a pancake. <laughs> it does. It looks like a box. Ugh. Yeah, it, it looks specifically designed to kill bikes, bicyclists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw there's a, uh, a video. Like there's like a, I guess the AV Club has like a car spin-off blog like that's like all about like people obsessed with car culture it's called i think it's called jellopinic it's j-a-l-o-p-n-i-k i've only read the word i don't know how to pronounce it uh but they have this this article and the headline for the article is a real article that they published on tuesday was even in matte black the tesla cybertruck still looks like shit (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if this prototype is indicative of the production Cybertruck's build quality, it's going to be a disaster. <laughs> Thank God. More people need to be saying it, frankly. I mean, like even just Tesla build quality uh, in general is just, it's not good. I mean, I was, I, I don't want to upset him, but my my brother-in-law recently bought a Tesla. Or we were driving to San Diego. And it was a very, very hot day. And I guess it's a known issue that if you use uh, cruise control, on like above 110 degree temperatures, 100 and like in the upper hundreds Fahrenheit or in the, you know, in the hundreds Fahrenheit where it just, it's fucking hot. The car can just stop. <laughs> and so we were behind a semi and like all of a sudden the car kept on jolting stop behind us and it was yeah there's, there's a lot of issues with like just Tesla's in general, but one of the crazy things with the cyber truck that like I I didn't notice until I saw the photo of the matte black is that apparently the windshield wiper is one very long wiper <laughs> like it's just one what incredibly long w- wiper oh I, my god you're right and apparently they were trying to make the whole car like bulletproof like there was like Elon Musk went on to like Joe Rogan experience and then like shot and Joe Rogan shot an arrow at it which I was like any car was gonna stop an arrow like I almost any car was gonna stop an arrow. But it's like crazy how bad this car looks. <laughs> like, it's yeah. like, I mean, let's face it. None of us are going to Mars. We've all smoked menthols and broken bones. We can't make it to space. <laughs> you ever heard that wife's tale, Malcolm? Do you know if this is true, Robert? Yeah, I've heard it. I have no idea how true it is. But I, I mean, I'm. Sh- it does sound kind of like a old wives' tale, sort of like a uh, conspiracy theory thing. What they say is that the the crystallized menthol that you smoke hardens in in space for some reason like with low atmosphere it calcifies it calcifies and causes your lungs to seize up yeah it just sounds like i don't know yeah it seems like a very like 
50s thing. Be like, oh, gee, Willikas, it looks like you can't be uh, an astronaut anymore because you've been smoking those menthols. I smoke too much asbestos. I can't go to space. You got to smoke those menthols. You should be smoking these camels cool and fresh. Yeah. <laughs> those new ones don't seem to be doing you too well, that bud. Yeah. <laughs> Have I introduced you to my t- colleague, Dr. Marlboro? <laughs> it's just the camel mascot in the lab coat. <laughs> well, kids, what you really need to know is that you ever want to grow up to be an astronaut, you can't smoke menthols. <laughs> Try new Marlboro's originals. They're great. No, Mr. Marble, you can't do that one. <laughs> it just becomes Tony the Tiger. <laughs> he just devolves. Is his nose blue or black, Malcolm? Quickly! I think it's blue. <laughs> Is it black? I, I always just thought it was orange. Clearly not from the right time, Ryan, if you thought his fucking nose was blue at any point in your life. Which, by the way, where, have we talked about when a Mandela effect actually became a term? This was a fucking trivia question, yeah. I, I don't know if I don't know when I heard it, but I think it was like in the 80s some point well the the the, the th- main thing with the mandela effect was that there was originally like some, a, a bunch of people remembered reading about him dying in like the 70s and 80s and then were very surprised like come the 90s when he became president like i thought he died in prison or something like that and that like spawned the mandela effect but it didn't really get popularized until like you know the main like the internet really took off like post 2009 Okay, yeah, we were playing the new Jackbox, which is this cool uh, new game called Time Jinx. And uh, it was you're basically asked to pick a date within a specific range for when something happened. And one of the questions was like, when was the beginning of the term Mandela effect? And I like thought it meant like, when did like people say they thought, you know, Mandela died. So I picked like the 1980s, lost a bunch of or gained a bunch of points because it's like golf if you get points as far as you were off on the date you get those points so the closer you are the better yeah but it was it was a really fun game i would definitely recommend the the new jackbox yeah jackbox are still good like i know like they kind of had a bit of a peak during the pandemic but like it's fun to go and hang out with people whether it's online in person play some jackbox it's still a great time yeah, I mean, that was like 9% of what we did during the pandemic uh, was uh, play Jackbox. And me, I got just blackout drunk most of the time <laughs> living at my parents' house. Yeah, if we weren't playing Jackbox, we were playing Among Us. <laughs> and then screaming, being like, you're the imposter! I saw you! <laughs> and then being like, and then being like, I was wrong. <laughs> just breaking friendships. Yeah, that or, or the thing of you were the imposter, you think you got to clean kill, someone walks in and you just go, oh, fuck. Oh no! <laughs> Do you ever play? We didn't really play too much together during the pandemic. There, Harper. Did you play Among Us? No, I um, <laughs> I didn't play Among Us. No, you were just busy playing like Roblox or something. I don't associate with Zoomers on, on any level. <laughs> <laughs> I, I play World of Warcraft. I play PS2 games. I watch sports. I don't associate with them. I don't care how butts on God for real for real it is. Yeah, you, you, was it? No matter how boozy your fate is, I, I think their their lexicon is is heavily abused. I think the fact that uh, fucking talking heads sometimes use W instead of win is pretty pretty horrific. So if like a sportscaster just now, uh, while they're watching the Coyotes game, and and let's say they win, they go massive W today, bros. Uh, you just you hate it. Yeah, I hate it. This is not what I signed up for. 
Oh man, you know what? I said we talked about hockey there. Have we talked about uh, the <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no, no hockey talk? No, you want to talk about the drunk hockey player who was like they released the body? We're going to talk book? about Galchenyuk, yeah. Okay, we can talk about that. Go on, you guys go off. I'll, I'll, I'll fade into the background for a minute or two. <laughs> Coyotes legend Alex Galchenyuk's arrest video released earlier this week where he was found to uh, uh, verbally threaten all the police officers that surrounded him. I, I didn't realize this was in broad daylight, by the way, originally. I did not know that this arrest took place during like morning. For for those who don't know, it's that Alex Galchenyuk is a former third overall pick of the Montreal Canadiens. He's played in the NHL for about a decade. He's bounced around with a lot of different teams. Over that decade, he's kind of considered a little bit of a bust, although he kind of has stayed in the NHL. And anyways, he was signed to a contract with the Arizona Coyotes, a team he's previously played for. He was supposed to play for them this season, but instead, he's now playing in Russia because he is part, like we found out, Belarusian. And he's out in Russia now playing in the NHL, instead of playing in the NHL. And it's because of this drunken tirade he went on after a hit and run, which turns out was in broad daylight. It was July 9th. <laughs> what? I didn't know about the hit and run thing. Yeah. Well, it wasn't a, a like homicide hit and run. It was a property hit and run. Okay. That's a little better. Not great, but a little better. He's just drunk driving, hit a mailbox or something. His father and him were apparently blasted at like 7 a.m. riding around Scottsdale and hit and run to property. <laughs> God bless. You know, which is really a rite of passage in the state. But uh, if you get caught by the police, the right's over. It's sort of like a Japanese test of courage. But Galchenyuk <laughs> was caught and resorted to the uh, the first thing that came to mind, racial epithets. and Like Mel Gibson before him and then uh, Hulk Hogan and what, yeah, any the others? The of course. He, yeah, he was threatening to kill all their all the officers, like families. They're like, all your fucking kids, all your fucking wives, all your fucking daughters will fucking die. Like he was saying crazy shit like that was yeah wasn't he threatening them with the russian mob he said he was going to decapitate them and that his russian friends would kill them jesus yeah Christ. and then he goes you understand i'll chop all your dicks off right that's one of his other lives that he utters between like, the racial epithets do you think uh, he remembers it at all <laughs> yeah he remembers Let's, okay. he wasn't that drunk oh well that's much worse well, he said he was going to go and get the help he needs, and the help he needed was a flight to Belarus, apparently, <laughs> where he can now do meth on the bench for SKS. Yeah, he also called the officers uh, pussy-ass motherfuckers, <laughs> which is kind of goes hard a little bit. That's just a fun, yeah. That's, that's, gonna, that's just a fun little insult. That goes hard, I got to be honest. Like, There's a part of it where like some of the insults, I'm like... Like when he's like threatening to chop their dicks off, I'm like, I kind of, I kind of respect that. See, you kind of have to give it to the man, you know. <laughs> Malcolm. Yeah, apparently, one of the officers was quoted in the video being like, "You can't threaten me and then start reaching for stuff because apparently you kept trying to claw." I mean, as as if Phoenix uh, PD have need any more reason to shoot you dead. And they will. They're looking for anything they can find. He also kept calling the officers, bro. He'd be like, bro, 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 and I'd be like, bro, I'm a professional hockey player like well he's in scottsdale that's just like that's that you you got over the border and your lexicon changes (laughs) he would be he would say things like i'm not threatening you and then minutes and like moments later be like i'm gonna chop your fucking neck off and you're like what is happening (laughs) god damn i think we were all shocked that the flyers didn't pick him up and i i think that was a torts pick if he ever seen one 
The Philadelphia Flyers, yeah. I mean, he probably, you know, if they threw batteries at him in Philly, he'd probably throw them back. <laughs> he'd probably straighten out. Yeah, that's the rehab he needs. He needs to <laughs> He's getting out. batteries <laughs> chucked at him after the game. <laughs> Just, I've learned the I've learned the, the, the folly of my ways. <laughs> yeah, it might teach him some handling while he's out there. <laughs> of course, we can't ignore the tragic past that Galchenyuk has suffered as well. A very what, what what was it? A very public affair in the NHL that was revealed. I have no idea. I'm I'm not sure. Because it happened while he was on Canadians. That that was the thing that caused him to wait. Think. So he got cucked. Yeah, I think he was publicly cucked and oh, no. uh, by another player, but I I can't remember the the specifics of it. Yeah, I think so. What happened was, I believe, yeah, when he was on the Canadians, there was another. He had a teammate named Devonte Smith Pally, who I believe cheated. Who like ended up That's having right. a thing with Galchenyuk's then girlfriend, and then it somehow led to her arrest. Like there was some sort of altercation that happened. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it was a domestic abuse thing. That's right. Wait, so she was abusing him? Oh Jesus! Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It it was really it's really sad. Like I remember the the narrative at the time being like Galchenyuk has had it rough, and this kind of thing. I guess you should half expect from Galchenyuk. He was abused by uh, a spouse or partner of his, and he, he's like got problems with drugs and alcohol. And then after that, he's just like, "Well, I understand the decision of the Coyotes. I'm going to go get help." And then you go to the KHL, which is like the place where you don't get help at all. In fact, your problems get worse. Oh yeah, then you start you start sniffing the Russian gas, and all of a sudden you're like, you don't remember what month it is. Just whipping meth. Yes, I recommend. If you're just interested, watching the video because the video is it's like insane footage. Because it also like he's making all these threats, like a lot of times in the back of a cop car. But there's also a period of time where like he was like, like on some like gravel like path. His dad was around. Like that's the other crazy part is like his dad met up with him because he initially hit the other car. He's trying to get him back in the truck. Yeah, his dad was he's like, please, just trying to fetch him as he's being arrested. Like, no, please, he's fine. He plays in the NHL. You don't understand. <laughs> he's a hockey player. Yeah, and I feel like there's certain this some of those cops happens. must have been like, we still have a hockey team. <laughs> like, we still uh, have- oh, didn't didn't, didn't Coyote Stadium shut down? He's gonna chirp <laughs> us on his fucking. Yeah, you, think, you do good I think they only have season, the, Malcolm. Uh, and suddenly you got big britches. <laughs> Listen, I, mean, I didn't even reference the arena. I was thinking more of the fact that like there's a lot of times where people just weren't wasn't showing up uh, to Coyotes games because they you know maybe moved a couple of arenas. Maybe it's not just hey. one arena. <laughs> maybe it's two or three. I'm gonna remember you this. Know, there's probably people who don't even oh. realize that Shane Doan's no longer on the team. That it's Josh Doan, his son, is in the organization. They just see Doan and they're like, wow, he's still playing? I see a lot of Vancouver fans that don't realize they've evolved past the need to drag their knuckles in the dirt, so maybe keep your trap shut. We've had 10 years of shit, all right? (laughs) Give us this. I hope you get 20 more. (laughs) Okay, we got to get off this before it gets too personal. How about I I read a a list? As if I am not getting it enough from every other team in the league. All right. So this is a question that comes from Harris. Their song recommendation is Immigrant Song uh, by Led Zeppelin. Great song. Wonderful song. But their question is, (laughs) this is a serious question. If a gang of eight-year-olds descended on you, how many could you take out before they finally kill you? Uh, This is a classic question. 
asked in many sports interviews for, for as a fun little haha. Usually it's like 10 or 12 year olds though. So eight's eight's a little different. How many eight year olds? Yeah. How many eight year olds could you think you could take out before they finally kill you? I guess this means that like, like an infinite number of them are coming at you. So eventually they will kill you, but you got to know how many you can take out before yeah. uh, they do. Well, if it's not staggered, not many. I can maybe take out like three before I'm just punctured to death because they're all at knee level. Yeah, that that is kind of terrifying. Like if it's like, yeah, if it's not like in waves, if it's not staggered, that just means like an endless horde of eight year olds are going to just squash you with like their theoretically infinite mass. Let's just say for for shits and giggles, they're coming at you one at a time. How many do you think you uh, could take out there, Harper? Probably like 25, 30. Look, I mean, if I have, I'm just going to get tired. Yeah, that's fair. I can easily defeat an eight-year-old. Yeah, but it's how many until you get tired. Like, because like I, the question for me, like what I, when I'm thinking about this is that, am I going to get adrenaline? Will the, will I have a rush after I kill <laughs> the first Malcolm batch? is hoping that he gets like, you know, the mom pulling the car yeah. off her kid, like adrenaline. Like I go, ah! I just start screaming and I'm like shit out of children. Just be like fucking whipping these eight year olds like across the room. Like I want to like take it's the eight- end of Step Brothers. Yeah, it's like essentially the like I want to take an eight year old and like just throw it and like take out several more eight year olds. Like roll up like an eight year old and kind of use them as like a bowling ball to like knock out some other eight year olds. So improvised weapon is what you're thinking. Oh, you're I would turn definitely one. use the bodies of other eight year olds against further eight-year-olds <laughs> so how many is your number how what you so you're you're confident on that do you think that's going to give you the tactical edge against harper i'm a big guy i'm a strong guy i think i would say like i think i could do 70 Seven, 70 70 70 75 yeah the and little, they're just all coming at you at once or uh, this would be staggered this would be staggered i think if they were all coming at me at once maybe i got 15 Okay. All right. 15, 20. I, I just imagine you're like sitting, you're standing at one end of a football field and like a theoretical infinite amount of eight year olds are on the other side, but they have to get to you first. Yeah. I got to make sure. The one thing is I got to protect my heels, right? I can't get my Achilles sliced by any of these. <laughs> just they're nine. Yeah, these, yeah. But you have to be, you know, because you got to use all your body parts. You're like, you got to like, you know, kicking's got to be in the equation, you know, punching, throwing. You know, headbutting. <laughs> Again, you got to use other eight-year-olds to defeat more eight-year-olds. That's fair. That is that is complete. So Harper, twenty-five to thirty. Malcolm, a very brave seventy. <laughs> Again, I'm also factoring in adrenaline. I'm factoring that I will have an adrenaline. <laughs> fa- Malcolm is factoring in monkey strength. That I will feel more alive than uh, with defeating these eight-year-olds than I've ever felt. <laughs> and it's just gonna play the immigrant song while you do it. Yeah, I'm gonna say Robert could take out about seven. Seven? <laughs> oh yeah, Rob, Robert's probably got seven in him. Wait, 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 wait. So, how many do you think I'm gonna take out, Harper? About seven. Seven. Is that staggered or not? Seven. Staggered. What? Why staggered. do you think so? So few. Why do you think so few? Robert's the type of motherfucker to look at an eight year old, be like, "Please, no, don't want to do this." Instead of doing work. <laughs> So I have morality. <laughs> yeah, it's inhibiting saying. you from slaying toddlers. 
which is the objective. They're not toddlers, <laughs> granted. <laughs> I would that I hope it would my morality would it inhibit me from slaying toddlers. Oh, I'm sorry. It's inhibiting you from killing children. Is that better? Sure. I will say my number yeah. would go down if it was for 12-year-olds. Like if it was 12-year-olds, there's more oh, to fight. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the problem. There's, there's going to be some some random six foot twelve year old who grew who got puberty puberty really fast, but to come and no, kick but you just got to knock him down because he doesn't have a center of gravity yet. You just kind of <laughs> he's just some gangly fucking slender man motherfucker just like sprinting towards you. Yeah, you just bonk him. You just go like bonk. <sighs> no, I think I'd probably be able to take out at least forty. It depends on like how I'm doing it. Like they're very low to the ground and my back hurts enough as it is. But I feel like if I could get them staggered and I'm just like, I'm just, just like singularly decking them in the nose, waiting for another one to stand up and decking them in the nose like over and over again. I could pro- like, it probably is not like a permanent, permanent solution. Like I'm not killing anybody, but I'm at least like alive for 40 to come at me. I'm, I'm, my worry is is that I'm feeling very self conscious about how high my number is with the stay. <laughs> you just because I because I don't know if I'm under if you guys are underestimating yourselves or if I'm overestimating myself. Now, okay, how about let's think about this in terms of just like mass. How, what is the average weight of an eight year old? I don't know. Oh, here we go. It's a hypothetical. So, of course, Robert has to have an equation perfectly calculated to fucking defeat eight-year-olds in combat. (laughs) He said this is a serious question. I'm treating it seriously. How much do they weigh? About what is the average height? Do they have sharp implements? How sharp are their fingernails? Who gives a fuck? (laughs) Okay, so uh, Malcolm, so like if the average like uh, weight of an eight-year-old is like 40 to 45 pounds, if you fought 70 of them, that'd be 3,000 pounds of, of just human blood. That doesn't sound right. Listen, we're talking 70, about third graders. 45 times 70? How many third graders do you think you can beat up? That's really what the question is. And not Sorry, not beat up. Kill. <laughs> and it's a survival. Kill. Okay. I'm, okay, if it's kill, kill, I'm revising my kill. answer to yeah. being closer to Harper's estimation. Because I'm going to die before I live with myself. No, but you're gonna die anyways. Like you're going to die. Like this is like a last. I, don't, I might not know that. Who knows? You all know that because they're all coming for you. All right, you know it. Because, I guess if you're at like, the other end if, of the football field and there's just a wave, just an endless horizon. It's like there's a factor there that Robert hasn't accounted for: is that they're on a football field. How will that change your equation, doctor? Yeah. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Yeah, you know, what, it's like is, a caught, opposed yeah. to being on a playground or a gymnasium. It's like, no, it's every hypothetical, every single one. Robert's just like, what's the size of the airplane? How do I know the trains will collide instead of derailing? Because those are important. <laughs> Details no, are important. Part, no, they're not important usually. And you're usually just buying time to avoid answering the hypothetical straight up. I, I gave an answer 40 to 45, but I'm going to be a bitch about it. And if I have to kill them, it's going to be like seven or ten. All right. Well, I see my in my answer. Point. I'm killing them all. Like that's my mine was in factory in life. Look, of you are so confident. <laughs> I've well, never uh, been more confident. I have a lot of experience in the field, though. And, uh, <laughs> He's frankly, gonna snap like three necks and start wheezing. <laughs> You know, I'll I'll snap three necks and then be and then and go into like a, a fugue state 
and just, and just come the out the other guy. Just come out the other end going, ah, 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 and then it'll be like round two, and then it's just the next wave. It'll be like constantly. round two, fight. <laughs> just, yeah. just yeah. Who who, just, who who asked us that question? What's her name? Uh, <laughs> it was it was Harris. Hi Harris. Um, how many do you think you could take? Huh? Yeah. You're so fucking smart. You're so fucking strong. <laughs> Reply via form or via email to signfreak at gmail.com. We don't care. <laughs> you know what? I'd actually, know how many you can we, I, I don't know if, yeah, if Harris, if you're listening, you can respond to us, give us the number. But also, I want to hear uh, producer Sasha. Producer Sasha, you, you chime in. Tell us how many another... eight year olds you could kill. Both in like, it's the two ways. One is wave format. And then the next wave is like it all, <laughs> so, all happening at the same time. I feel time. so bad for putting in these parameters. I'm such an asshole. Keeping in mind, of course, that these <laughs> these eight-year-olds are about 74 pounds apiece, and they're coming at you either in wave or singular format over a football field. Um, Taylor? Yeah? How many eight-year-olds do you think I could kill? At once or uh, staggered? At once. Okay, what about staggered? Staggered? 15? She said 15. I think that's respectable. 74 pounds is quite heavy for a ton for a kid. Okay, f- fine. Don't look at me like that. I'm disappointed in myself too. You guys aren't factoring in <laughs> adrenaline. I keep talking about this. You're, you got- Shut up with your damn doom guy kind of a <laughs> <laughs> Mick Gordon is going to make the soundtrack for Malcolm Killing Kids and none of us are going to be happy about it. It's you know it's that classic good guy with a gun, all right? Uh, you know, I'm always looking for a good guy with a gun. He's never there. But Wait, we have a gun now? <laughs> uh, no, no, you yeah, have a gun. A but you if just I had you... a gun, I would like to considerably uh, Yeah, no. Ramp you up. don't have a gun. <laughs> I got to revise my numbers a bit. What if we added a blade to it? Like what if we were like you got you, you got a knife. <laughs> you got one knife. Well, well, Malcolm, I don't mean to brag, but I did train under uh, a local hero. Riding <laughs> <laughs> the light rail is one of the greatest. greatest uh, <laughs> Too stop, bad. Uh, <laughs> what could have been if if he didn't drown and clearly <laughs> trying to fuck that girl? Hiro Sajiro, the light rail Avenger, flowers on his grave. Oh. Every day, I've actually caught him several times at the beginning of each month that he's there. And he's cry- you see a single tear roll down his face as he puts l- flowers lovingly on the tombstone. In honor of Cairo Sajiro, of course, I-, I message women and ask them how old they are before I start chatting them. <laughs> <laughs> cut the butt, cut it. Oh, God. <laughs>